Ford, and we are live talking about the John Saunders Memorial Fantasy Football League here with Michael Pucci, team owner of Theo Tom Brandon Bottom. Welcome. To Thank the show. you. Appreciate you having me here today, B. Yeah. I really just came to see my godson. You're more of a secondary aspect of this visit, but you know. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I've had the kid for 10 days, so he's old news. You know, it's on the week two, really <laughs> focusing on my fantasy team because there's more money tied up in that than I'm willing to spend on my child. So here we go. Week one, you took a loss. I did. When, when, when left on the bench, I outmanaged myself again. Yeah, how's that, you know. What's that? What's that coming off? Especially coming off your, like you're on a losing streak. I, I am. Two Ma- games. Made it to the championship game and and mismanaged myself out of the win there, leaving Jeff Wilson Jr. on the bench. Yeah. Pretty pretty suave move to pick him up. Didn't trust my gut to play him. That's that's on me definitely. So to come back and, and lose opening week one, it hurts. It stings. Especially in a divisional game, you know, Chodko and you know Keaton, cool guy. Don't know him. You know, that's right. You weren't at the fantasy. You, you went to a, a wedding, wedding or did. something during. Yeah, this is the wedding fun. It was. It was a good time. That's good. I mean, at you least know, I, I clean up well. I have to say. Yeah. You know, everyone loves the white pants. It was not. It was like a light stone with a baby blue coat. No, we're talking about baby shower. We're jumping ahead now. Ah, but, we're jumping oh, ahead to the past. I look to the baby shower. I did kill the white pants. You did. I mean, very metrosexual, but yeah. like I think you you wore it very well. Thank you. You know, it fits like your frame. You're not an ugly person. Like again, if this was like a Jimmy Reinhofer or right. you know, someone of it less... takes it takes the confidence to pull the pants off. Yeah, very you know, much. The man makes the pants. The pants don't make the man. And he ate. I did. You know, like did. with him, like that's yeah. huge. That's a bold move there, Cotton. Very bold. Yeah. To have yeah. that. Um, circling back, so the second consecutive loss in 0-1 to start sure. the year. Next week, or this week, week two, you actually face my brother, mm. uh, the Volunteers. What's yeah. that matchup looking for you? What's going on in your head as you're approaching you know, this game, 0-1, facing another 0-1 team? Who has that same level of desperation? Yeah, look, you know, I think that my team is too talented to, to perform at the level that it did last week. You know, uh, DJ Shark and uh, Trevor Lawrence... A lot, lot of targets Sharks way. I really like it. Um, they need to get on the same page, right? Yeah. If Lawrence, if Lawrence finds him uh, more consistently, and those targets convert to receptions, Sharks dangerous uh, with the deep ball. He is. Yes. I mean, it's. I mean, you do have a lot of wide receiver depth. I mean, if we're just looking for for those who can't see, uh, DJ Shark, uh, Deontay Johnson, Cortland Sutton. Uh, we'll get there on a trade. That was not a draft pick. Um, you know, really, where I think he underperformed the most was probably at tight end. Cortland Court, Sutton is is not on the roster anymore. Oh, that was yeah, that's right. You shipped Cortland out of the yeah. yeah we'll we'll I, touch base. Well, How do you feel about that? You know, on on my trade. Look, Jerry Judy's the man there. It, it the high ankle sprain is tough to swallow. Four to six weeks on the on Probably the eight IR. For thinking about it, right? Four to six is what's projected. I mean, so I'm gonna like, say four. You know. Okay. So here's the thing. Jay, look, he's a young guy. He's gonna bounce back quick. He's strong. You know. Look, look. You don't know Jerry Judy. I don't. Right? You're right. I'm not. You know. I'm not his DMs. Like yeah. like the people on my roster. Right. Gronk. You know. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here from the interviews I've seen. Tire, tireless worker. He's gonna be back. I'm not worried about it. Ultimately, the receiver you want to have in Denver, Jerry Sure, Judy. sure. I mean, you did get some upside in that trade. So you shipped Cortland Sutton and Miles Sanders. Now tell us, why did you send Miles Sanders in return for Mike Davis? What are we seeing here? 
what are we seeing here is I have loaded running backs. All right, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb. Miles Sanders was a flex play for me. He happens That's also fair. to be injury prone. That's fair. That's and, fair. And uh, the, the rookie that uh, made Philadelphia's roster, I'm not sure what his name, Gainwell? Yeah. Gainwell looked good, and, and he got quite a few snaps in, in that first game for Philadelphia. So, you know, um, uh, really it was, I love Miles Sanders, the player, but can he stay on the field for a 16-game season? Sure. Now, here's what I love. Indy and Cleveland, both deep offensive lines. I mean, yeah. th- those are two top five offensive lines there, and you have workhorse running backs. So they were definitely not going anywhere. And so I had to, to leverage, right, uh, the running back depth to, in, you know, to, to further my wide receiver depth. Yeah, to bolster the roster. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about those players you got in that, in, in, in not this trade where yeah. you sent the, the Denver wide receiver flop. Let's talk about shipping out Leonard Fournette and getting back. Hollywood Brown. And Henry, Henry Ruggs. Ruggs, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's a you fleece you fleece the volunteers. I did absolutely. And look, I had rejected a few of his trades previously, and he came back with that. That wasn't something I was going to pass up. Leonard Fournette, fantastic running back in the NFL, fantasy wise, does not have the same value that he brings to the NFL game. I do not like uh, drafting running backs that have committees. Sure. Right. Sure. Absolutely. And and Tampa Bay is a very unpredictable committee. Sure. So that was a very easy yes to that trade. Yeah. Especially I, what we saw after Week One in in Baltimore. Yeah, I think Hollywood Brown. Uh, you know, just based on you know near double digit targets and and huge gains. I mean, we're not seeing, you know, passes to the flat. This guy is you know fifteen yards, twenty yards deep and catching balls. You know, that's what you're looking for. You know, three points, four point. You know. Per catch, absolutely. You know, to the roster. Um, looking forward to the rest of the season, do you see any teams that uh, stand out? How do you feel about uh, the Pimps and Brian Canoy and like their 171 point explosion this sure. week? Sure. Look, you know, uh, I think that DeAndre Swift's a really talented running back and a murderer. Maybe. Yeah, allegedly. You know, let's let's just for the record, that's allegedly. I, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Any less than I, you might have killed somebody. I, I'm not sure. I mean, for my sake, I'm hoping he's a murderer and like you know. Because what he did week one scared you. Yeah. One hundred percent. I was not yeah. expecting you know over twenty points. You know. Look, Dak Dak Prescott came back and looked like the Dak Prescott we saw in the the first few games of last season, absolutely picking apart defenses, and he had that that Dallas. Uh, offense running like a well-oiled machine that's yeah. going to be hard to stop. It looks really good. All right, Christian McCaffrey came back and looked like Christian McCaffrey. Well, I mean, how many points did he put up? 20, 20 plus, 26? Yeah, I think his, his running backs produced 50 or around 50 points yeah. total. You know, Without a touchdown. Look, then you got DK Metcalf, Chris Godwin, and Cooper Cup in the flex. That that's Look, that's most guys starting wide receiver, yeah. one or two there. Yeah. All right? That's deep. That's a deep team. Uh you know, uh, he's got the kid Jalen Waddle uh, on his bench. He he could be huge for depth right there, right? Uh, Le'Veon Bell and Latavius Murray. Uh, honestly, I, I love, and I know he didn't perform uh, well week one, but Marquez Callaway on the on the Saints. Yeah. He was he was a sleeper pick of mine in another league. Him and Jameis Winston really showed a. a like an almost natural connection yeah. uh, in the preseason. Um, I, 
couple touchdowns, a lot of deep balls. I, I think that, you know, for a late pick, that's a, that's a great one. Uh, so, you know, not only is this team, you know, got some firepower, it's deep too. So I think uh, Kanoi's going to be able to uh, stand those, uh, weather those bye weeks well, really. Yeah, yeah and that's the scary part for me. Uh, Kanoi's in my division, the North Shore. Um, and I'm going for my third straight North Shore division title. And this is the scariest team I've seen that, you know, Brian's fielded since he went 12-2 and two three years ago. So Now, how, where, how'd that season end up for him? Uh, he made it to the championship game, and he choked. Uh, mm. He lost. When left on the bench? Uh, yes. Okay. He had an opportunity to win and didn't after having the most explosive offense uh, in league history. Uh, that season saw... Uh, Four games of 150 points or more. Wow. Yeah. That's dangerous. Like that's a, that's big a dangerous roster. team. Yeah. When you put up 150, you're almost guaranteed to win. Pretty much. In a 12-man, for the record, 12-man PPR league like we play. I mean, it's happened once where a 150's lost, but again, that's over the course of five years going into a sixth season. Sure. Uh, a lot of games uh, where it hasn't happened and probably won't happen uh, much in the future. How much stake do you give uh, to ESPN's IBM projections or ratings Nothing. on you Nothing. Know, anything? Uh, let, let's flip to my other league uh, really quick. Uh, last week, I put up a league high. A league high, 164.4 points. Wow. Uh, on a 115 projected Wow, what was the uh, next highest score? The next highest score was one fifty-two point one. Hmm. Okay, uh, more more than I expected from the uh, SAE league. Yeah. Uh, so you know, look, projections are one thing, but you you can't live by them. You got to do your own your own analysis. Sure. And then sometimes, look, I know you don't like when I say this, but you have to trust your gut. Big time players step up. And make big time plays, and I, I I know like it's easy to sometimes you just got to trust the names. They're yeah. names for a reason. You know I I'm with you to a point. You know I think there are certain things that every fantasy owner should live by mm-hmm. their own set of rules. You know like never play a quarterback when they're playing your own defense. Like don't start you know because of the negative you know relationship that we have you know with that. Yeah, there's a so if you want to scroll up, you can totally like increase the volume in the in the cans and. How do you mute it? How do I mute you? Well, I can just mute the this right here, the slide, right? Well, I just, I just, well, I changed the, I didn't change the. Oh, I, no one cares. No one cares if you're if you're sipping anything on the, you know, recording. I've actually there's a the, the podcast culture is getting way more relaxed, yeah, which I find uh, refreshing, but also off putting in a lot of ways. You know, I'm looking for some structure or at least some sort of like. You know, pattern here. At least we go into this. You know, talking about our league. Sure. Uh, who's absolutely not a threat? Uh, you know, out, out of the other eleven guys, Dan Hammond. <laughs> Dan, look, I know I'm playing him this week. The percentages apparently favor him, but let let's just run through this roster here. Look, Justin Herbert, great great quarterback to have, right? Phenomenal rookie season. Yeah. They draft the kid out of Northwestern, Rashawn Slater on offensive line. I think he's an absolute force to be reckoned with. Going to be in the league a long time, so he got that protection up front. Ezekiel Elliott, man, uh, five points last week. I think he was one of the best blockers that we saw in week one. You know, that uh, 11 attempts, 33 yards for a three-yard average. Uh, I'd like to see what the, what the long 
run of the game was. Sure. You know, do we have an outlier there? And, you know, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not sure uh, because, you know, if we look at Saquon Barkley last night, you know, he had that one run for 41 yards. You take that out, he did not have a healthy average at See, all. Okay, the, I, 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 I want to stop. The, the whole taking out, I understand why people do it for averages. And this is a data guy saying this, someone who's like really in analytics. If you take it out, then he didn't do it. But like he did do it in that moment. You know he what did. I mean? Absolutely. Is it an outlier overall? Yeah. Yes. Yep. But like we don't, like overall, I think with that run, if we keep it in there, it actually makes his running performance, Saquon's, look like worse. It was actually way worse on paper, right? Sure. You know, like watching this, and he looked bad. Like, can we can we just say like Saquon Barkley is like not a good running back? Like he's not. I don't. He's not a starter. Maybe in fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. No, not right now. Not a starter. No. no. Maybe a flex. Nope. In the NFL, maybe an RB two. Look, Saquon's gonna come back, and I think he'll be fine. I do. Uh, you also have to factor in that the. Uh, the Giants just have a terrible offensive line. One, one of the worst in the NFL. They do. I mean, when you're running bootlegs for your quarterback and he's not bootlegging the throw, he's at, like, their design runs. Like, and, and Danny Dimes was running pretty well. Yeah. He shouldn't have to. He actually put up almost 30 on, yeah. uh, on our defending champions bench. Yeah, he, we'll get to him in a second. So, I mean, so let's, let's run through the rest of Dan's roster. He's starting James Conner, another backfield by committee. I think Chase Edmonds, ultimately is the guy you want in the Arizona backfield. He's a, he's a great pass catcher. Yeah. Right? And when he was the starter in Arizona due to injury, he performed well. Yeah, you really know? well. Uh, so James Conner, James, James Conner's worried me. He's worried everybody in the fantasy world since Pittsburgh last year. Yeah. Right? And there's a reason Pittsburgh went and drafted Najee Harris. Exactly. You know? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, phenomenal wide receiver. Same, same with Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen... His entire career has always been undervalued in the fantasy world, which personally I love. You can get him third round sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You he know? falls in a lot of drafts. Unbelievable value yeah. in Keenan Allen, right? But look, then then you go Kyle Pitts. Four, four receptions on eight targets for 31 yards. That was a points. bad pick by him. Everyone, everyone loves to, to be the next, oh, I'm, I'm a guru and... Outthink everybody. Yeah. Kyle Pitts went in what the fifth round, fourth, fourth, fifth round. Yeah, I want to say I want to say Dan got him in the fourth round, right, right after the ETN pick. Right, and and here's the issue with that, right? Fourth round on a rookie tight end. Name the last rookie tight end that was serviceable in fantasy. Can't think of one. You can't. You, you know, it's uh, you know, not only that, just you know, when you're drafting tight ends, it's really what five guys. You yeah. Know? Look. The only guy that should be considered a, a, a top in your first two rounds, Travis Kelsey. Um, Darren Waller now, too. I think Darren Waller's entered that conversation. He had 19 targets. Yeah, like he's filthy. That's disgusting. All right, so the tier one is Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller. Yeah. Nobody else. Yeah, 100%. Nobody else. Now, tier two, I think you have guys like, uh, used to be Zach Ertz, not after last year. Uh, tier two. Zach Ertz was drafted in our league, which is like kind of frightening. Yeah, you know, Dallas Goddard's the man there. So I think you you throw in a a, a Dallas Goddard. I think you Kittle's up there. George Kittle. Uh, he needs to have a bounce back year after, uh, you know, kind of an injury filled twenty. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, I think you had him in twenty. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Rough. 
It was it was not fun being an yeah. owner of George uh, Kittle. Not, right? Yeah, 19. 19, I had Kittle, and he burned me. Last year, I had Kelsey, and I actually traded him week five. Yeah. Uh, still made the playoffs. Yeah. It's all about management. It is. Absolutely. Look, so if, if you don't get a top tight end, sometimes like you're, you're better off waiting, you know? Um, I think I got Dallas Goddard in the sixth or seventh round. Very, very happy with that pick. Yeah. You know, uh, be, as you said, it's all about the valuation. Yeah, I mean, let's... Okay, so Pitts actually went in the sixth round. Um, and, you know, when we're looking at that, let's look at picks that went after Raheem Mostert. I mean, now he's injured, but again, uh, now we have people drafting quarterbacks super early. Uh, Logan Thomas, I you know, if we're looking at just tight ends, sure. probably a better pick than... What, what round are we? Seventh round? Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that pick. A lot of value there. Yeah. Or, you know, if he wanted to pick up a running back in Damian Harris... Uh, Robbie Anderson, Chase Claypool, and Debo Samuel, Hollywood Brown, all available. Um, you know, still on the board where Kyle Pitts actually went. Um, and, yeah. and look, Kyle Pitts, maybe he's going to be a generational talent, right? But to, I don't gamble on rookies. I, you know, you can't. It, it, it's unless it's seventh, eighth round. You know, I it's. If he got him in the tenth, I'd be like, wow, that's a good pick. I, I, I can't believe he fell that far. I but agree. yeah, Dan's roster is. Uh, you know, and I think I think that trade just made him worse. You know, sending out like two quality wide receivers on his bench. Yes, he's deep. You know, in in wide receiver one and two, but yeah, you know the the flex position For a backup running back. That's that's now he's now he's relying on Cole Beasley to 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 put up numbers for. Him. I mean, like yeah, sure, maybe sure. not a winning strategy. You yeah, know, I, I mean, think uh, he he falls victim of of, of lack of. Um, you know, management direction, or not having an idea of what he wants in a roster. Sure. You know, he's already he's already turned over a third of his roster that he drafted. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm scrolling through the rosters here, looking for uh, you know other people that I think are gonna finish towards the bottom. And uh, oh, it would have to be for me mullets and cabins, uh, my two brothers-in-law. Oh, dude! I, you know what? I remember talking to you earlier ahead of week one, and let's just let's talk about Aaron Jones' cabin, Kevin, Kevin Dosey, Kevin, man, uh, you're too old to be a fanboy. All right, Aaron, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Robert Tony, Green Bay defense, Mason Crosby, and I was yeah. I was okay with the the the. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, cool. You're a homer. Quarterbacks were going early. Yeah. You know, usually he's not going to get you a negative one. You know, uh, week yeah. to week. Uh, which was pretty rough. And then, you know, Aaron Jones, quality pick. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry, Devontae Adams, rather, because uh, Aaron Jones is the other Wisconsin uh, brother-in-law. Yes, yes, uh, but, like, Devontae Adams and Adam Thielen. But, yeah, where, where, where you know, rounds, what, like, seven through Where, where did 15? Robert Tony go? Uh, ooh, yeah, let's pull that out quickly. Two receptions, four targets, eight yards. Yeah, not great. Not great. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think Robert Tunyon was a, a quality pick to begin with. I mean, what historically, when has Aaron or Aaron Rodgers ever paired with a tight end that finished top ten fantasy wise? Never, never. That his tight ends always have one or two good games. Right. Like what Rick Rodgers. Richard, 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 Richard Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, when he when he when Mercedes Lewis went off last yeah. season for a Jim, twenty Jim, plus. Jimmy Graham's probably Jimmy had Graham a, when, a big game. Yeah, one or twice, once or twice with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's just not. You don't look in the Green Bay offense. You don't pick their tight end. No, you just don't. You pick their running back and their number one, maybe their yeah. number two yeah. wide receiver. Absolutely, uh, uh, not terribly deep. 
Uh, this guy I'm not really worried about. Mullets, um, really in dire straits. You know, just uh, just really bad luck starting out the season. He lost his top two running back draft picks uh, within a span of days. Uh, really rough. J.K. Dobbins and Raheem Mostert. Oof. Um, it, but you know what? Look, J.K. Dobbins was one of my. He was high on my draft board. Really, sure. really big fan of J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I think that Alvin Kamara was the only person to, as a rookie, to average more yards per carry than J.K. Dobbins did. So Shoot. that's a name that you want to be associated with it. J.K. Dobbins was very high on my list in a run-heavy Baltimore offense. Prayers up. Hope he gets better. Comes back strong. The Raheem Mostert pick. Where? What round did he go in? You know, um, the he went... He went late. Uh, he was drafted right after Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. Um, so round six. Yeah. So yeah, we're looking at round six. You Let know me... what? For I don't hate that pick because that you're you're hedging because of his injury history. Right. Raheem Mostert unfortunately is injury prone. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, when he's on the field, he can run the ball. He can catch the ball. He can make moves. Especially in San Francisco's run-heavy offense, another just like Baltimore, run-heavy, right? However, he did he did hedge it and and draft Trey Sermon. I I do like that. Yeah, I mean he did. Uh, you know what I do where where I think he went wrong in his drafts is that third round Pat Mahomes pick. You know that's that that was huge reach. Agreed. You know when he where he went running back, running back, and now you have your QB. Now he's already thinned wide receiver, right. you know, in these next few picks. Right. And then even thinner, you know, as he's looking for that third running back. And, you know, again, was he expecting J.K. Dobbins to go out? No. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's ever expecting injury. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it really comes back to, like, the importance of draft strategy and not overvaluing. You know, I didn't draft my I was the last team on the board to draft a quarterback. Sure. And I got Jalen Hurts. Jalen gave me 28. Beautiful. Runs. Throws. I think you and I tend to value quarterbacks similarly, right? It's all about the value that you get them at. 100%. Quarterback touches the ball every play. Yeah. Right? Unless we're talking the rare instances of a shotgun snap yeah, to a some, running back. Some wild card right? bullshit. Or wildcat. Exactly. Yeah. So, look, they're going to get you a, a floor of 15. And, and we're talking any NFL quarterback. Pretty much. Right? Pretty much. All 32, you average them out, you're going to get like 15 yeah. f- as a floor. Minimum. Yeah. Pat Mahomes, he's going to get you points. But our, our the valuation at the third round slot is just not where I'm going to be picking my quarterback. Yeah. Because that is going to crush the depth of the rest of my team. I mean, look who's still on the board. Keenan Allen was the pick right after. Kittle. Took him two picks. Yep. Scary Terry, Chris Carson, Miles Sanders, uh, Daryl Henderson, uh, C.D. Lamb uh, would have been another. You know, you know, you're Fantastic talking about pick. great, way better pick than. And again, is Pat Mahomes there when when he's coming back around? Maybe not. But again, the value that you would have gotten in the third slot, right? Whether at wide receiver or tight end, like if he has George Kittle, you know, instead of no tight end. Right, because he didn't draft a tight end until uh, I want to say round uh, round Irv Smith. No, it was uh, Tyler Higby. No, I'm looking at the wrong person. Uh, he didn't, Austin Hooper, round 13 was his first tight end. Um, I picked Austin Hooper up 
off up uh, off of waivers in that league, you know? Um, and that's after the injury to Irv Smith. Got Irv Smith in the seventh round. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, it is rough. That's rough because, like, Irv, Irv was set to pop off this season. Agreed. You know, it's, it's, it's rough to see, you know, another, like, a young guy who just has, like, just, you know, it's his fourth year in the league. So he'll be coming back year five on, you know, like a rookie deal. And hopefully he can, you know, perform. Uh, I'd love to see more tight ends available you know, in fantasy, you know, ones that where I'm not rostering Rob Gronkowski because I'm hoping that, you know, after eating five Tide Pods before a game, he can score a touchdown or two. You know what I mean? Gronk looked good, though, week one. He did. Uh, I, I almost looked like a fool leaving 30 points on my bench. Also in another league left Gronk on the bench. It stung 29 points. Did you get the win, though? No. We <sighs> end, my, my boss and I ended up losing by one point. Yikes. We had Dan Carlson kicking on Monday night. Mm-hmm. So, if Derek Carr does not throw that touchdown at the end or does not throw that interception in the end zone, oh. that's a field goal, and oh. we, we win our matchup. And yeah. That's after putting up 161 points. That stings. Third highest point total yeah, in a 12-man PPR league. Definitely stings. Wow. Yeah. Did the CEO win? Oh, let's see. Yeah, you know, because that's, you know, like, honestly, that's that's the goal, right? Yes. You know, for anyone who doesn't know, you know, uh, Poochie's in a, a few leagues. One is uh, the CEO of his uh, his company, uh, pretty big league to be, you know, part of, where he's the lowest senior yes. employee in this league. So it's kind of important. Very you know, we'd like to lend, you know, some fantasy help uh, yes. so that eventually he can hire me uh, exactly. and, my, and my son. Exactly. So. Uh, now we need to see who owns the team yeah you know usually when when we're thinking about fantasy it's nice to have they other do leagues. yahoo and who likes yahoo <sighs> you, you know, know my second league you know That's actually canoy's league is a cbs league uh and it's a non-standard format league where i don't have to start a tight end and i can only start two running backs i can't have a running back in a in a flex who likes that that's really like yeah or i can start five wide receivers i don't have to start Running backs. I can start a quarterback and then five wide receivers and then a tight end. And, like, that's my lineup. Yeah. Um, that's why their league, you know, they, they had three open spots. Draft day. Ooh, the CEO did not. He did not win. Ooh, okay. Mm. Okay. And I'm assuming that that league is just a standard 6-6 conference. You know, top three, yep. top six teams, regardless it, of yep. where they are. Go. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly, as long as you're doing better than... The uh, you said this league is Yahoo. God, yeah, Yahoo. Yikes! Mm. I don't know their tiebreakers. Yeah. Um, not yeah. a fan. Yeah, not assuming fan. it's points. You know, you have you have CEO beat there. Yeah. You know, and make sure you take that game from them. But um, you know, again, we can't stress enough on this show the importance of fantasy management. Who cares what your roster is? Everyone has the same problems when we go roster to roster. Um, but what are you doing? Are you looking at matchups? Are you looking at who is playing? Like, right, right now, I'm starting Jarvis Landry over what some people may think are better options. But Jarvis Landry uh, is now wide receiver one in Cleveland, and they're playing what is arguably a top five worst secondary on Sunday. Why would... No-brainer. Oh, uh, look... Five, five, five receptions on five targets, 19 points. 
uh, a rushing touchdown. A rushing touchdown, which I, you know, which is fine because it's still six points. Look, he's playing Houston's defense. I don't think uh, Houston's defense is intimidating anybody this year. Uh, really happy to see Tyrod Taylor succeeding. Uh, yeah, getting, especially getting, after the doctor tried killing him last year. Yeah, uh, you know what, Tyrod Taylor, I think, has always been an underappreciated quarterback. So, but for fantasy purposes, Houston's getting eaten alive this year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, really no one on that team that I can think of worth rostering. Yeah, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. That's you know, fair. For as long as Will Fuller, uh, Will Fuller's not there, but uh, for as long as um, who, uh, for as long as he is there, top two. I mean, mind you, he's your, he's he's a five ten listed receiver. You know, he's a slot guy. Uh, you know, for as long as he can be a top option, you know, I'll, I'll take him. But he's on my bench. Really, it's just it's all about you know. I mean, I have Juju, Devonta Smith, Brandon Cooks, and AJ Green on my bench. Really, it's all for trade fodder. You know, yeah. people at some point are going to need wide receivers, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, Interesting choice keeping uh, Justin Jackson on the roster when he did not seem like the handcuff to have for Austin yeah. Eckler. Um, What's the thought process there? So actually, I just have not dropped him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there hasn't been anyone on the waivers sure. um, that I've wanted to pull the trigger on. And now that we have a waiver tax. There's really no reason if I if there's no one I want to swap him with immediately. No, but not not interested in uh, what's the kid's name? High High Tree? Not yet. Um, you know, it's like I I understand you know your point in wanting to uh, you know make sure I handcuff. have that one that that you know that RB two yeah. handcuff. Um, but right now he's just really it's Ty Johnson who I'm stashing, and I think I Larry, Larry the most. Roundtree the third. The uh, eight attempts, twenty-seven yards. Uh, you know, because if Eckler goes down, it's Ty Johnson that I'm hoping by week four is the, the top back. Out snap Justin Jackson, twenty-eight to eleven. You're not wrong. You aren't wrong. Aren't wrong. And he's probably still available in our league. He you is, know. Yeah. So you know, while you have your phone, I just ask that you don't roster him <laughs> right now. That would know? be that would be a mean move, wouldn't it? You know, that'd be pretty shitty. Yeah, I go back and no, listen to this. Not, not interested. You know, but um, but yeah, I, uh, I like my depth too much to do to to pull something like that off right now. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I also like my depth. I'm uh, I'm pretty happy with this team. I'm happier with this team than I was necessarily when I drafted them. Uh, where I think my my weakest link probably is at running back, uh, which is unfortunate. But when I say weak link, it's uh, it's really just Ceh, man. Yeah, you know, just I mean, he he showed a lot of potential. You know, I got the the play count and the the snap count, the mm-hmm. snap count that I wanted. Now it's on him to perform. Now it's on him to get the fucking ball and, and, and run forward. <laughs> and we've seen him do it. Yeah, you know, but again, like I get it. He's also competing with you know Tyree Kill, and you know if Mahomes can you know dodge eight defensive you know players and and chuck a ball. 45 air yards. And did you happen to watch the Chiefs game? Uh, you know, the, I was watching. I was with my brother-in-law, and that was at the same time as the Packer game. And, you know, they're, they have a proclivity to so watch. So have you seen some offensive snaps then? Yes, I have seen some offensive so snaps. So the big thing for the Chiefs this summer was clearly the quote-unquote rebuilt offensive line. Yeah. Right? Made, made a big trade with the uh, is he okay? Is he just, is, are you changing your diaper? Yeah. She sure is. Look at her. Yeah. 
so the big thing for them was, right, the big trade with the uh, Baltimore Ravens bringing in Orlando Brown yeah. Jr., if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an absolute force on the offensive line. Uh, resi- uh, went out and signed former Chicago Bear legend, right? Uh, and it, I, I think he's hurt again. Yeah. Right? But, you know, it's... No matter how great their offensive line is, and you know, I think you just you have a, a quarterback who's very quick to realize that he's faster than most people. You know, most defensive players, mainly linebackers in that second level, right? Because very few defensive linemen are chasing down. You know, Patrick Mahomes. He's probably going to get the edge on every yeah. single D lineman in the league. Um, but you know, once that line starts to break down and shift. You know, it really makes it hard for, you know, there are a lot of plays where, like, Mahomes starts scrambling, and I'm like, you really didn't need to, like, do that, you know. But, like, that's just how he plays. You know, that's where he's comfortable. You know what I mean? You need help? You know, that's mom struggling in the background with the kid. My kid likes shitting on his mom, like, like physically. He's, uh, Literally, yeah. You know, he's uh, he's my favorite kid already. Just, yeah. Just, Not on his godson or on his godfather. <laughs> you know, you know, exactly, right. You know. Um you know, we have to give that announcement at some point. Yeah. There is competition. No, there's not. I'm just saying, you can talk to my wife about that. Tracy, no, there's there's really not. There's competition with uh, one of her brothers. But he's already an uncle, right? I mean, you're not wrong. It's great. It's actually a great argument. He's, you know, he's already, he's already got the blood tie to the Right. Game, and you know? look, for the record, and I'll say it on, on, on this, this pod, Brandon... Did not say that he he did not give a definitive order of best men. I did. That's a problem. You know. And so me and Reno were like standing at the altar, like oh 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 oh, and I took it on the chin and I stood second in line, all with the plan of being godson to my first son. As I it, as I should. Because if it was my daughter, let's be real. Eh. Like, eh, eh. I can go to market. Right, yeah, right. It's, it's not a big right, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, I feel that you should choose the godmother. Brandon should choose the godfather. Yeah, I mean, that's just how... That's a really beautiful dog. Whoever has that dog on the television right now. Um, any final thoughts on the league? Where you plan on being? Where do you see your team week 15? Going to the playoffs. Week one, are you? Do you have a buy? Are you winning your division? Dude, that's what I do. I mean, it is yeah. sort of. You did. I mean, like Pussy had your number for like the past few years, but you know that's fine. Uh, thanks for coming on. We uh, really appreciate you. Definitely gonna keep doing this with other owners around the league. We should. This is actually like really good. You know, like you know, insights. You know. You, do you enjoy the sound of my voice coming through? You actually speaker? sound really good. Good. Um, you know, you don't like some people put on the cans and they just sound really shrill. You know what I mean? For for us to do what we just did on the fly, no agenda, nothing in front of us. Yeah. We don't have a laptop. Half hour. Off a phone. Half hour audio. Just like quality audio. Shit. Yeah. Probably like twenty minutes of like like pristine audio. Yeah. And then you know your godson just. My godson. Know, Reese just right. wants to be on the call. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Oh. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah. On the John Thomas Memorial Fantasy Football Podcast Show. Uh, outro music.